0: Welcome to Goodfellas Concession Stands. It's been a hot minute, folks, and I'm just happy to do another concession stand with you guys. I've been meaning to do this, but I kept putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. And you know what? I said, screw it. It's finally here. Besides, concession stands aren't even supposed to be that long of an episode. It's supposed to be like a little bit of extra content. So I'm going to try not to exceed past. 10 minutes. I'm going to try to keep it 10 minutes or less. Very quick, very quick. Or 15 minutes or less. 10 to 15 minutes type of area. But anyways, first things first, I really want to dive into this music. Okay? So right here in front of me, I have the album, The Good Goodfellas Music from the Motion Picture. And before I start, I got to sing my favorite song off that off the album. I know so uh if y'all want to skip ahead, go ahead. But I gotta get it off my chest, you know. Sometimes I wonder to do. I, I messed with that song. I I love that song. That song is uh right when uh plays right when Henry uh gets pinched for the first time. And you know, Paul Pauly comes down the stairs, oh Look who popped their cherry! You know, I, I love that whole scene, man. It's like a whole welcoming scene, very uh, special scene. This is just that's, I guess, like that. That scene right there solidifies, at least for me as a, as an audience member, solidifies to me that Henry is officially in. You know, he didn't rat nobody out. He got a chance to rat somebody out, didn't rat nobody out. No, uh, solidifies at least solidifies. His way with uh Jimmy the Gent. And you know what? It's kinda like I don't know why Jimmy the Gent gets so paranoid when um with Henry. I mean Henry didn't rat on him the first time, right? There there could have been plenty of times where Henry could have ratted on him, but he never ratted on him. So for him to like be paranoid now, when he's been when you guys been knowing each other for like years. Uh, just just doesn't sit right with me. I mean, is you know better judgment next time, or he should have used better judgment, not better judgment next time, zone no next time. All right, but back to the back to the uh soundtrack here. So there's 12 songs on the soundtrack. Um, each and every track list: "Rags Riches" by Tony Bennett, "Sincerely," "The Moon Glows." Speedo, the Cadillacs, Stardust, Billy Ward and the Dominoes, Look in My Eyes, the Chantels, Uh, Life is But a Dream by the Harp Tones, Life is But a Dream, I like that song, Uh, Remember the Shangri-Las, Baby I Love You, Beyond the Sea, Sunshine of Your Love, Manish Boy And and Layla. Uh, by Derek and the Dominoes. So it's been a I don't think this is like I mean for all those people that know this they know the tracks back and forth you know let me step back a little bit but I I don't I think I feel like that this soundtrack is missing a couple more songs from this movie. But nonetheless still a good soundtrack still good uh, still good Music that was in the movie, and that's the thing special with uh, Martin Scorsese—he just knows how to pick the right tracks, don't he? He just picks the right tracks for *Goodfellas*, picks the right tracks for *Casino*, even *Wolf of Wall Street*. Um, I believe he directed *The Departed* as well. I mean, he—he he just knows how to how to just like, he just how to how to uh, mesh these. Songs with his scenes, and he's a he's a genius when it comes to it. But regarding to this soundtrack, regarding to the track list here, you know, I touched on it a little bit, but I'm gonna go back on it again. Martin Corsese he, he like plays the music in a certain order of a rag to riches type of growth, and the music also grows with the cast during this film. You know, we see. Henry, just like an innocent guy, and they're playing innocent music. And like, as it keeps growing, as he keeps growing, the music keeps progressing, too. So, very smart. I like that move a lot. Um, What is it? The first date with, when Henry has like the first date with Karen, you know? The, uh... Roses are red, my love. And violets are blue. Sugar is sweet, my love, but not as sweet as you. I I miss with all that, man. Mars Corsese, gotta be one of the best directors of all time. Has to be, right? Mount Rushmore. But moving on. I, personally, would like to see an independent spinoff film of Tommy DeVito, or the character's real name, uh, Tommy DeSimone. I, I, I don't know. I like... Tommy is my favorite character in this movie. And I'm invested into this character so much that I, I believe a spinoff of just him would work. And couple of little facts about Tommy Tommy uh DeSimone. In the movie, he lives all the way to his 40s, but in reality he only lived uh till his twenties. And um I touched it on it a little bit but also on the episode of The Good, Bad and the Ugly about um his stature. But his stature in in real life He was like a real big guy. Like huge. Bigger than how Joe Pesci portrayed him in the movie. So I I think that'd be really interesting to see. And yeah. That's pretty much it. Let me see a movie of that. Who stole the show? I already put that in the good band of ugly. If you haven't, go ahead, go back and listen to that. But for concession stance state uh, sake, I'll go ahead and say it. Who stole the show? In my personal opinion, Tommy did. Tommy played by Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci won an award for his role in this movie. So how could you not say he stole the show? Obviously, he wasn't the um our main lead, but he he he. Uh, I guess when when people really. Go back to this movie to think about him. Who can I relate to more? So, me personally, I can relate to Tommy more. And not saying I'm crazy, I'm going to shoot anybody up or rob anybody like that. I'm just saying, I guess temper-wise, my temper can get the best of me sometimes. But overall, through the years, I've been a a lot more calmer calmer but I, I just I just feel more personally I can relate to Tommy more you know uh yeah finally I have this last thing that I find really interesting so I forgot I, I have don't really know why this wasn't mentioned or who decided to leave this out but An important detail that was left out of the film was Henry Hill and Jimmy the Gent, Jimmy Burke's involvement with the uh, Boston College basketball team in which they were bribing these players to shave points. I have right here, this scheme was intertwined with the Lufthansa Airlines heist chronicled in the film. Both Henry and Jimmy used their earnings from the heist to make bets on the team with different bookmakers all over New York City. You know, I, I felt like that was a very important. I also feel like that, was, that should have been kept into the film. I don't know why it was left out of the film. But they, there is a special ESPN 30 for 30 that covers it Called playing for the mob. In an interview with that during that ESPN 30 for 30, Henry Hill says that Jimmy was making large bets everywhere, using money from the heist. According to Henry, he had no idea for certain how much Jimmy bet on the fixed games, but guessed that he was making bets totaling tens of thousands of dollars because. Jimmy would fly into a rage whenever the players failed to deliver on the fixes, costing him until thousands of dollars. Now, I've seen this 30 for 30. It's really good. Um, I haven't seen it in a, in, a, in a hot minute, but I will plan on watching it again. I should have watched it for this concession stance, right? So unprofessional of me. But I did want to, to let you guys know that. Um, in the movie you can hear them briefly talk about it real quick you got you got to be able to catch it you got to be able to really lock in and and zone in on on them talking about it because i forgot i forgot what scene it was but mari brought it up and mari talked about uh he like briefly mentions it in a conversation at their at the bar that they usually go to so he says something about yeah, those kids up in Boston. He's got he's gotta catch them real quick. So even though it is briefly mentioned in the movie, it deserves to be a little bit more talked about because I mean, hell, there's a 30 for 30 on it. You know, 30 for 30s are good. 30 for 30s are amazing works of art. I would like to do one about Cleveland. I love Cleveland. But yeah. Well, but yeah, that's it. And uh that's all for Concession Stands, folks. Thank you for tuning in. And the next one, not sure, but we will be looking forward to seeing you again and coming by and listening. Uh, yeah. All right. I don't know what else to say. Sometimes I wonder. There you go. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in to Concession Stands. See you next episode.